0: Welcome to Artificially Speaking. We dive into AI and examine how it affects the world around us. I'm David and with me is Simon. We will show you how you can start using AI today. Visit artificiallyspeaking.org to get more detailed information on what we discuss and to sign up for our free newsletter. If you've any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. Visit artificiallyspeaking.org to find out how you can get in touch. So, hi, Simon. How's it going?
1: Yeah, it's going really well, Dave. How about yourself?
0: Yeah, not too bad. So, yesterday uh, in our pod, we discussed about uh, Dr. Gupta. um, And you mentioned that you were going to give it a go to see kind of how it works and also see if it was any good, I suppose. So, how did you get on?
1: Yeah, so as soon as we jumped off the pod, I uh, went to the site. And uh, really easy layout. And um, you don't have to sign up just to ask some basic questions. So I thought, I won't sign up straight away. I'll I just see how uh, efficient it is. Um, I entered in, you know, it said, hi, how can I help you? And I just said, look, I, I think I've got a problem. Can you help? And then it asked me some questions around what are your symptoms? So I just outlined, you know, the, the things that I experienced with my stomach problem. And uh, then it delved a bit deeper. And it just said, <clears throat> you know, um, can I ask you some more questions? Because uh, I, I suppose it was just doing that diagnostics to yeah. make sure. So he was asking if I'd eaten anything bad, drunk, drunk anything bad, travelled to an exotic country, or you know done anything that might have give my um, stomach uh, some sort of issue. I hadn't. I'd outlined the medication that I'm on for something else, which is a meprazole for gastric reflux. And, um, you know, I, I explained my my symptoms when I first was diagnosed and um, it was impressive. So within four questions, it had come back and said, I think you've got an irritable bowel disorder or something else uh, linked to your bowel. And um, I've actually got ulcerative colitis. So it wasn't too far off because it just said, you know, um, you can run a diagnostic through your your GP and um, some consultants to clarify exactly what it is but this is what I think um, you, you you could have so to do it in such a short time frame because I think we were discussing it on the pod yesterday when you asked Google you know um, what frightened me when I asked Google when I first got my symptoms it was telling me that I had um, you know bowel cancer Yeah, <laughs> you know so to to get something which doesn't go to the drastic end of the scale yeah. straight away it's, it's a bit more measured um actually gives you quite a nice peace of mind to go actually it's going to start here but advises you to get an expert to do further exploration which you know is common sense i think so yeah i definitely advocate. go on
0: i take it it gives you it makes disclaimers i take it so that you know it, it's 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 not a well you know both from a legal standpoint but also from a duty of care, I take it' it's pushing you in the direction of of getting actual face-to-face treatment.
1: Yes, yeah, so right from the offset it, when you first get on there, it says um, this is not a GP, we are not experts, but we use a lot of diagnostic tools in and around this to try and give you as accurate information. You need to follow up with uh, a GP or you know an, an expert but this is something that you can use um as a tool to help and as i, th- I was mentioning there if that was the go-to for someone who was looking up their symptoms mm. i think it's a much more measured uh, response than google you know before you know it oh, i've got a headache yeah. oh, and next minute you've got a brain tumor when yeah. actually there's so many other things that it could be um this this is a lot more balanced in its um response and I think that will give people peace of mind. You know, it yeah. definitely gave me it. And I, I'll use it again. You know, if there's something that comes up in my life and I think, you know, let me just ask Dr. Gupta first. Mm. Um, I won't be using Google to look for any sort of symptoms anymore, I don't think. And
0: you said you got like free ser- searches or free yeah. questions. Is there a limit or how does it work?
1: I think it was five questions in total. Um, and that's, you know, you don't have to sign up or log in. And I mm. thought, well, most people can get, I still had one question left. So that's yeah. why I don't think it was three. I think it was definitely over three because uh, yeah, I'd answered a couple of things by tapping into the chat and uh, deeper responses. And yeah, I still had the one question left, which was, um, you know, great. And I didn't need it. So you think, well, actually, if you're just going on there because you're a bit concerned about something, and as yeah. a parent, if my child um, was writing something down about a rash, I could just look on there and you know sit down and go, Well, what's it feel like? You know, talk yeah. me through. and it would at least give me something to go off of to take to the doctor yeah. and say, Well, look, we, we've done this. Um We'd like to speak to someone because we we think it could be something else. Can you help us with that? I think it could free up doctor surgeries in a great amount of situations for people who are quite responsible and rational, you know, where if it says, no, it sounds like you've got this, um, they might go, well, I don't need to go to the GP then, you know, where if someone's a bit more of a hypochondriac and, um, as soon as they, they, they chip a nail, they're down the doctors, uh, it's about trying to educate them. I imagine to go look. You don't need to go to the doctor and lock yeah. up the surgery. You could, um, you know, utilize a service like this. And I imagine it's only just strengthening where it is. Yeah. But what 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 could this look like in five years' time? It it could look yeah. really amazing. So, yeah. After the the back of our conversation and then having a go, I I found it really uh, quite informative
0: i i was having a look to kind of see what reaction there is online to this whole service because as i say it only really got released or it kind of got mentioned on a podcast last friday or thursday <laughs> night i think it was um and that's kind of where it's come from so it had a lot of exposure in the last five or four days and some of the exposures like been focusing in on the uh, i suppose the medical and legal um comp Aspects of this, because I suppose going back to my earlier question, like, is there like disclaimers and things like that? Um, I, I think I get where some of those negative comment uh, articles are coming from. In that, I think it's you, know, you it's it's based on the on the kind of expectation that the person has that's using it. I don't think you can expect this to replace um, a full blown doctor. Um, yeah. but like you said it, it, it's that maybe a better replacement for googling it that a medical condition i think that's where we're at at the moment isn't it
1: well also if you contacted 111 if they had an online portal like dr gupta yeah where actually fill that out and then if, yeah if, if that thinks that you need to speak to a human yeah. Then it will patch you through to one 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 in the first instance. Yeah. And then you can go from there. I think it's it's almost that diagnostic screening tool that yeah. could filter out a lot of things. Because we've probably all tried to access one-one one and it can be quite a lengthy process. Mm. And I think if that was connected, <clears throat> and we we did mention this about um, the politicians trying to set things up, yeah. We, if that was connected in some way. Um, and it doesn't have to be Dr. Gupta. It could be another service. But you think it's a screening tool which yeah. could filter out a lot of things, which, you know, reduces uh, the burden on the NHS. Um, and I think if it was stipulated that you couldn't call 111, yeah, you had to go through the diagnostic tool. It shapes our behaviour to do that. Because I, I also deliver mental health first aid courses. And some people with mental ill health phone these services um, mm. sometimes when there's better options out there for them. Yeah. And um, I think there definitely could be a tool because I can see Dr. Gupta or something similar going. If someone's, let's say, hearing voices, yeah, it could signpost you with a number straight away to a service that's local mm. to where you live and just help you, you know, yeah. if you're worried instead of googling which could tell you down a certain system and algorithms if you did it on social media platforms start to force more content toward you yeah actually this could be a safer option to say look here's um, recommended services for you to go and access it sounds like you 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 do need to speak to a professional yeah, quite I,
0: think, yeah I think and i think it's worth mentioning as well for those of, you, of our listeners that aren't in the uk um the 111 service is to the phone number you dial that literally puts you normally in a long queue if i'm honest um and then you get to speak to someone about your uh, medical problems so as as simon says it, it you, they'll ask you it seems like the same sort of questions every time mm. i've called and the end result is if anything sounds like there's any sort of issue they're more than they're very cautious and send you to go and see a doctor or like go to we have like drop-in centers where you have to go and sit for like three hours (laughs) to see someone or longer. So it's kind of like, again, would an AI tool be any worse than that? I don't think it would be like, I think if there's any risk of any sort of side effect or sorry, not side effect, but any risk of some medical complication. they direct you into the those sort of model anyway. So yeah. I think you're right. If you if you were going to roll out something like that, it would that would be quite an obvious place to put it. Um, but I think going back to kind of where Dr Gupta sits in the grand scheme of things at the moment, I think it is just a a more structured uh, and maybe more effective tool than people just googling something, isn't it? Really. But I, I think we need to say as well. We're not advocating using Dr. Gupta to um, replace doctors or or any other medical professionals. So if you are in a position where you've got a problem and you're worried about it, you should go and see a doctor or or medical professional. We're not advocating you just use Dr. Gupta to actually um, deal with the issue. I think really where we're coming from is kind of seeing how it works testing it out and then kind of seeing at what the possibilities and going into the future could be but I think it's like any of the AI technology we talk about there's definitely things you can see there you think yeah this could be a good idea um I suppose with it, where we come from where, where we're based here in the UK m- the medical kind of services we get are publicly available they' you know it's it's not a private it's not a profit making entity um i suppose where we people in this country get concerned is where you have people trying to make money off the back of that medical provider or the the service and there'll always be those concerns i suppose but then you know the other usage where this has been flagged is in other countries especially in the developing world where access to a doctor is not massively that available and also the cost could be highly pro- prohibitive so if the alternative is not doing anything, is Dr Gupta, in that case, you know the the way forward. I suppose it, it, it again. I'm not advocating it is the way forward, but when you look at it from that perspective, it seems it's better than nothing approach, isn't it? That you might get in some countries.
1: Well, I also think it's an educational process as well because AI is not going to go away. We're, we're confident no. on that. So we need to shift people to understanding that. Don't be afraid of this stuff, do it in balance, understand mm. that it won't replace your doctor, but it's to just add a layer for people to understand that AI can be trusted once it's through a place um, yeah. where the ethics and that are, are really robust. And, yeah. you know, it's an additional tool that can help add value. And yeah. um, that's what I took from the experience. Um, to go from start to finish with it would be an interesting insight. You know, someone started to have symptoms where they've got a really life changing condition and how yeah. it went through and supported them. Um, and to hear back from them, I think that will be something to listen to in the future, because I think that's that's quite important. But with all these things, it's about education for the the populace to make sure, you know, um, people are, are open to it because yeah, we're always going to have people who are fearful of technology but i think we, we have to embrace it and this is part of why our mm. podcast exists is to go well look we're we're a couple of lay people we want to explore things we want to learn we want to share those experiences with people to try and almost you know uh, soften the edges of ai and say look it's not something to be feared it's something to yeah. be uh, welcomed uh, but maybe cautiously to start off with as your knowledge and skills uh, develop
0: yeah i think you're right it's it's just it's it's starting to understand what the impact of these tools could be and and especially in the healthcare world um it does seem like it's a good place uh for it to kind of have some impact um but as as i suppose as to the degree of that impact will literally be i've managed i imagine on a country by country basis um but i know like from our experience with the healthcare care system here in the uk you could see a similar model working where you know it literally escalates you to the next step in the process so that could be going to see a physical you know someone face to face or it could be um you know further i suppose elements it could be speaking to someone over the front. I don't know. But it it it, it seems to be a, a useful gateway to get people into the the healthcare system. Um and and as we said yesterday, it looks like money is being pumped in, especially here in the UK, to kind of investigate whether this is a way to do it. Um so, you know, hopefully in the next few months we might have some updates on that. But as it stands at the moment, um dr gupta is kind of i don't i imagine it's not the only service you can use but it's it's probably the one that's got the highest uh level of uh of, tr- of, of visibility at the moment but as i say if we see anything more we can obviously give them a test and uh give our feedback but but yeah that's kind of where we are i think so simon thank you very much for giving it a go and and actually using um an actual condition through the through it so it's fascinating that it did give you um useful advice um but obviously again if if anyone is looking to use the platform they do need to bear in mind that it isn't a replacement for medical profession professionals or doctors um, and they should always obviously speak to a doctor if they are you know if they do have any problems or anything like that but thanks again simon and uh
1: we'll speak again soon cheers dave speak soon
0: Thank you for joining us on Artificially Speaking.